by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's with shouting out our sponsors, beginning with none other than Maker's Mark. Shout out to everybody making their mark in their respective lanes and or industries. And we also have... Shake it, shake it, baby. Mountain High. Climb your way. To the top. Straight like that. So shout out to Gary and Greg for always pulling up, popping out, pulling up, and putting on in that order. And now we're going to begin with some new news for all y'all new news. So Miss Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? Okay, so I was going to start with another story, but I'm starting with this one because they had a press conference at 11.30 today. Proceed. Um, so one of the Supreme Court justices is retiring. I ain't never <sighs> heard of him retire. Who is that, Thurgood? They always just die, right? Oh, yeah, they die in office. So Typically. he actually is retiring. He's 87. His name is Stephen Breyer. Is he an ally or an op? He's an ally. Damn. So Biden, you know, gave a long... Long-winded speech? Yeah. Um, but he basically said he, this justice is well-rounded, you know, fair, mm. you know, really... Prudent. Not one way or the other, uh, kind of in the middle. It's honorable. Helping unbiased. everyone see everybody's right. perspective. He's inclusive. Um, so, yeah, so he had a press conference, and he officially announced that he's retiring. Okay. Now, we know Trump's presidency, mm-hmm. right? He placed two. Did he, did he do more? At two? least two. Right. At least two. two. And that last one he did before he got out of right. office. Like, it was a, <laughs> Buzzer a rush, yeah. right? And they changed the laws because I think initially it was supposed to be 60 had to vote mm-hmm. for him, but now it's 50. So it don't even need majority? Wait, 50 what? Of, of Senate, senators huh. vote, right? So, but there's 100 senators. Well, they, the Republicans changed it. So now it's 50. But there are 100 senators, period, because it's know. 50 per, two per state, and it's 50 states. Okay. So you don't even need 51? You don't even need majority? So you do. But Kamala is in the position that she will be the tiebreaker. Swing vote. Mm-hmm. Kinky. So. If it's 50-50 versus 51-49, otherwise Kamala's vote is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, so another thing is typically this takes about four to five months, mm-hmm. right? Process. Well, the Republicans for Trump got it done. In- Expedited. A few weeks, right? Right this way, sir. So Biden is going to, what did he say? I think he said he's going to announce his nominees by the end of next month, which I don't know why he's waiting that long. It takes so long to do everything. I say announce that shit today, Mm. and by the end of February, have that person put in office. But here's the thing. He said during his campaign, which I never heard it, so don't, I'm just telling you what the man said he said, right? Mm. Um, Hearsay. He said that he would, like, the next nomination, he wanted to make history. He wanted to nominate a black woman. Okay. So we have three. Okay. Uh, for, for, I mean, there are more than three, but he has a top three, right? Mm-hmm. His top three pick. Um, so how do you feel about that? Like, that's... 
historic. Like, how should I feel? Like, I felt the type of way about Kamala, and then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, I don't get excited that much about anything pertaining to the Biden administration, man. Okay. He takes all day to do things. Trump, <laughs> Trump was like, yo, he's more like me. He like cut twice, measure once. You know what I'm saying? The opposite of what everybody else be on. Biden, man, you need to shit or get off the pot, man. You gonna dribble? You gonna shoot, bro? Like so, expedite this appointment, bro. So it's going to happen. I would say we should have the appointment and stuff should be done because it's Biden, because it's the Democrats, and we know they like to prolong things. I would say at the latest April. Right. They could really get that shit done all in one month next month, right? But right. I would say because he's gonna try to please yeah. the other side. I would Y'all say ain't butter and some damn bread, man. You're the president, preside, punk. But they know they have to do it because. They are expecting that the Senate will be Republican yeah, at the midterms. Yeah, yeah. In so we got to get in position, so, get in formation. Right. I mean, I, I guess, I guess, now that it's resonating with me, I mean, I am kind of excited if it becomes the right black woman. Because I'm not like, yo, it has to be a black woman. It's some ain't shit black women judges, <laughs> and it's some cool, you know what I'm saying, white male judges. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's not just default. No, no. But no. if we get the right, or when we get, let me speak into existence, when we get the right fit for the job, I'll be very excited. But so, I just don't want a figurehead, bro. So I think... It's going to go along with the status quo. Like, man, ruffle some feathers. Rock the boat. Work the middle. I'd be interested to see... Change positions. Work the middle. <laughs> Stop it. So, uh, can, can Jod... Oh, I'm going to butcher her name. Can Jaja... Let's call her Your Honor. No, Brown okay. Jackson... Brown Jackson is definitely Negroid. She was appointed last year by Biden um, as, as the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, which is considered the second most powerful federal court in the country. Mm-hmm. She's a sister. She's, she already got her stripes. Top, yeah, she's she's she running, in place. She's right? in place. She's top running. Um, What's her next... name again? No, just We're going to call it Your Honor Brown, Your Honor Brown Jackson. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> the next one Judge is Judy. Leandra Kruger. Mm-hmm. She's the youngest in California. She's 45, youngest person to be appointed to California Supreme Court um, by the governor, Jerry Brown, right, who nominated her in 2014. So she's like number two. Okay. Oh. You got to look at pictures of her. Why? So you could kind of see who Get you a feel. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You said the eyes are the window to the soul. <laughs> I got to look these motherfuckers in the face. Um, and then the last one, well, not the, la- the last of the top three is Michelle J. Childs. Um, she's uh, Biden actually nominated her U.S. Court of Appeals for District of Columbia Circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's pending. So really, the younger one is the only one who hasn't really been vetted yeah, in the process. Yeah. Um, but the other two have. And then the last one, uh, Judge Childs, she's the only one that hasn't gone to like a um, the prestigious mm-hmm. law school, Harvard. Yeah, where'd she go? South Carolina. A&T? No. Oh. Uh, University of <laughs> Say they got a law program? <laughs> hey, that's what's up, man. And congratulations to Black Girl Magic and making black history, right? But what about like Judge Joe Brown and Judge Mathis and Judge Steve Harvey? Like, why aren't they getting considered? <laughs> well, first of all, Steve Harvey lets it be known. He ain't no damn judge. I am a judge okay. of moral character. Uh, you know what, by the way? You know how we mm-hmm, deviate? Right. Um, I saw I watched a show the other night, I don't remember, a day ago. And uh, it, I don't even know the story, but the young guy was a photographer. Okay. And I don't know if it, this was his mom, sister, aunt. I don't know who the lady was, but he, Steve was like, I'm going to pay her back. It was like $600. Mm-hmm. 
maybe for the service that she wasn't pleased with. And he said, you are going to pay me back, mm. right? Then he said, you are going to work with my son on the set. He's, he runs the photography department. Mm. And you'll get a couple days to, to work. You show me your work. Mm. You might have a job. If I like what we see, yeah. then I'm going to set you up with somebody else to further your photography career. Is that commonplace for the type of cases he's seeing and the type of rulings well, he's making? Maybe I need to go right, to the like, Steve. I actually am an aspiring writer and she's a producer, so if you ever need somebody, we can counter sue each other. Then you can hire both of us as apprentices and apprenticize. What are you doing, Steve? You just making shit up, bro. Uh, but I thought Steve, that, that was cool, you know. Steve, Tiffany Haddish, Nick Cannon, uh, Anthony Anderson, these mothers are just having their way, bro. They're just having their way, bro. On national freaking television, bro. Yeah. I like it. I love it. I want more of it. Yeah. What else we got? New news. Why these new news? Um, so the other uh, two more stories. So there is an opponent running against J.B. Pritzker. Oh. And one of them is black. Ah. He is the mayor of Aurora, Richard Irving. Ah. And so I've been seeing his his ads a lot lately, and it's basically. He, he talks about how, you know, we got the National Guard. We got our people here. Y'all not bringing that shit to Aurora. Mm. Well, remember when they were protesting and yeah, rioting? Yeah, yeah. He said, I double dog dare you to pull up. Yeah, basically that's what but he what, said. But what is somebody going to do if the governor decides to dispatch the National Guard? Who is he going to combat them with? Local authorities, like you know what I'm saying, a angry mob with torches. You got to see his ad, but who's he, gonna go he up against? Tough. Who's gonna go up against the National Guard? Because I was watching this show called Mayor of Kingstown. Okay. And they had a jail, you know, the jail is in the community, whatever, whatever. And long story short, they like the inmates overran the prison, took it over. The guards were getting killed, slaughtered, and executed. <laughs> Man, they called the National Guard. National Guard came in and handled that with the quickness. SWAT team was there, and they did their piece, but. National Guard was just killing. Like, man, we'll shoot all you need. So it's like, what is Aurora prepared to do against the National Guard of America? Well, I have questions. He um, is real. Just he seems like a little guy. That's the funny yeah, part. Yeah, like, he got that. Short, uh, what's it called? Nea, what's it called? Napoleon. 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 Yeah, he said Neapolitan. See, <laughs> <laughs> hungry. So some strawberry ice cream in the middle. Come on, man. Go ahead. So as a kid, I used to mix it, and I used to wait till it get real kind of soft. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a swirl. Yeah, get your little milkshake in that balls. Dog. Mm. You know, my shit used to be, used to be taking Oreos or any type of cookie, really, but Oreos or them knockoff, any, anyone with the cream filling. Yeah. Even if it was like beige on one side, chocolate yeah. on the other. I don't care what cookie it was. It had that cream filling. Man, you go out here and get you a nice tall glass of milk. Chop about three of them in the bottom. And then you dip them and dunk them while you're eating it. You're drinking the milk, blah, blah. And then when you're done, oh, my God. It is a dessert that doesn't have a name at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> Cook, cookie dough, they maybe, is what it's called. Right. Bottom. Milk cookie. Um. So, yeah. So, just be on the lookout. He is backed by a couple millionaires, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and but the, JB is a billionaire by himself well, and his family are, like, out of the top ten rich pe richest people in the city, they're, like, seven of them. Well, the top third richest person in Illinois is backing another Republican mm. uh, person running for governor. I can't think of his name. He's a white guy, though. How do you think JB's been doing? Just in general, I guess, compared to Rauner and then previously Bogoyevich, like, he's um, doing well, I thought. He's doing 
comparatively. You know, I'm not for the mandate. I'm not for yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. So he loses. These me are there. these are these are uh, uncertain times. So it's like <laughs> how how would anyone have navigated in that space? But just in general. Seems to be doing okay. I yeah, yeah, I don't really feel like he's gonna be upseated be, or you know, you know, uprooted, whatever so it's called. So that's why all this money aggression long, coming from the one guy, the black guy, mm-hmm. is like nice try, right. but Miss, misdirected, bro. You need to be an ally with this dude and maybe get some extra tax dollars flowing into Aurora. Something. Um, okay, last thing. I was in the doctor's office and this was on Fox News. It was saying California teachers were bribing kids with pizza. And giving out the vaccine without parents' knowledge. Bribing them a piece of like, hey, uh, ah, I got you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know it wasn't school pizza. This yeah. must have been outdoor bought pizza because school pizza. Niggas like, I, I don't want none of that. I want none of that government pizza. No, I'm good. I don't want that government no, shot. I don't want like that piece, government pizza. You know, Dabido's Some outside pizza. pizza yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some shit with some aroma to it. <laughs> Man, school lunch pizza don't even smell like nothing, dog. You better, is, is it pizza day? I can't smell anything. Do I have COVID already? What's going on with this pizza? Why does it smell or taste like anything? Oh, so how they get caught and what's the repercussions? Okay, so this parent, you know, white parents. They're not having pissed, that. Yeah, okay. you're, not gonna, you're not sneaking do nothing. So they're going to have some lawsuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Were these white teachers as well? White school? Yeah, or, oh, okay, yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> it's them. Man. Um... And and then so I caught the tail end of it. The parent was obviously speaking her piece, really upset. Um, and the, but it was going back and forth. But the teachers want to be protected. So since y'all idiotic parents don't want to get your kids back, we are gonna do it for you. It's right. Kind of the Wait, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from here. Um, but then some of the correspondents were like, "Well, I'm that way with everything. Like I don't want my kid learning about the LGBTQ." The transgender, the binary, the fluid, like yeah. all of that. I actually heard that there's some legislation in place to remove that from curriculums. I know because it got placed in there recently, but they're talking about, man, they don't even know about that. Because all that. parents are living. Staunchly against that. And are like, how dare you take. Well, and obviously these are a lot of Caucasian yeah. parents. But they're like, that's my job. Yeah. I want to do my job. All right, let me don't have the birds that. and the bees yeah. conversation. Y'all talking about squirrels and seals. Like, man, yeah. when did they get included in the mix? Yeah. But I do think if you can see it, you can be it, right? And you can, that can be used positively or otherwise. So if it's like, man, if I see black people from my community thriving and, you know what I'm saying, striving for greatness and stuff like that, now I know that, oh, it's possible and I yeah. fit into that. But then also just as a human society, whatever, if it's like, man, you can also be very fluid and sexually. You can be this. You can, you can, you know, change. You know, so you can label yourself all these different things. Like, mm, well, maybe I am asymptomatically discombobulated and uh, bi. It's like, yeah. bi what? You know what I'm saying? Binary. Nigga, that's not even what it's called. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think when you give kids, especially too, too many, many options, options, they never going to choose right. I don't even think it's possible to choose right in them situations. Well, and um, Nehemiah was saying, like, a, a friend of his, gets mad or gets offended when they when he says like you gay or that's gay that's or, gay right? right nigga that's gay that right. was the line from boondocks right and so and i was like well why does she get offended no he asked me he was like why is she getting offended mom i'm like well maybe somebody close to her her family is gay right and she's taking that personal and he like well i got people in my family that's close to me gay i'll say i'm like but you know everybody's <laughs> not you, right. right you've processed it um <laughs> You've dealt with it. So the next day he comes and tells me, 
Mom, she's lesbian. I right. said, now we know. That's yeah. why she was offended. Yeah. I said, but how old? Y'all in sixth yeah. grade. You yeah. know? You, I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah. But. And that's the thing. I just feel like when that information is out there, when an agenda is out there being pushed, it's one of those things where it's like, mm, you're almost going to pick what's trendy. And if it's mm-hmm. trendy for the young girls to be gay, mm-hmm. if it's trendy for the more sexually ambiguous people to be bi or Q or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They're going to do that versus everything is black and white, everything is either straight or gay. And it's like, nah, most of it is on the spectrum. But at the end of the day, are we even old enough to be having this conversation in fourth no. grade? No. Not so, you know what I'm saying? If, we, if y'all not talking about um, reproduction, if y'all not talking about, and I don't think they do it that early. I think that's like junior high and up. Yeah. Right. So you, you ain't talking drugs, about drugs, reproduction, sex. And yeah. Like, and what was, it was funny. Somebody said that instead of making you haul, you know, in some places you used to have to haul the baby around. Mm-hmm. The, look, we had a flower baby. And it, flower, it was a, literally a bag of flour oh. that was taped up and dressed up as a baby. You had to take care of it for like an extended amount of time. Yeah. And you could tell if it was being abused because of the flower bag. You get to dropping it and puncturing it. And now your shit's leaking. You're like, man, you're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got the babysit for people. Like, we had a whole home ec experience, dog. So, Shout out Zion, Illinois, dog. With those classes, right, someone was like, it's not instead of, but maybe before you make us carry a baby around, mm. teach us how to choose the right mate. Mm. Relationships. Healthy relationships. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they skip over the, the essentials to life, the, the taxes, the real estate, the relationships, the forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Mental health. Like, <laughs> right. these things are not in school. These things you find out on your own. But as long as you Years can later. add, subtract, and divide, and multiply. <laughs> and know your ahead. constitution. Yeah, right. We will socially promote you. Right. Anyway. But I think that about wraps us up for new news on this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. Literally. This is a treasure gym, treasure gym, treasure gym. This, That, and the Third. Treasure gym, treasure gym, to entertainment. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our entertainment segment this week? Well, we want to get this out of the way because this is pretty sad, um, especially last episode we had just talked about this person. So, um, we want to send our prayers and uplifting thoughts to Regina King, ah, yes. right, who lost her son, um, Ian Alexander Jr. Um, he was only 25. He committed suicide two, a day, two days before his 26th birthday. Yeah. Damn, slug clapping mouth, do we? Shabbat, what do we, what do we do? We just stand still? I don't know what to do with suicide. Suicide is weird to it's me, horrible. man. My My firstborn just told me that one of his teammates took his life. Like, we were talking about this, and he's like, yeah, that just happened this week. I said, to whom? And he, he was said, like, it's okay. Yeah, like, I'm talking like, yo, uh, we need gas. And man, buddy has <laughs> did. I said, what happened? I just got gas the other day. He was like, man, he hung up. I was like, bro, that oh. is so, such a crime of passion, dog. Like, if I was going to commit suicide, not saying I ever would, and not saying that I would suggest anybody should. That's a real thing, though. It's a spirit. I would myself so i would not hang myself i and i i you know thinking back i don't know if i was like serious or if i just wanted attention i would be honest Uh what because it was so it's stupid like 
Try to hang yourself with some dental floss. No, but I I was like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna just take me a bunch of pills. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take the coward's way out. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. Go, we're gonna go night night We're just not gonna wake I'm up. We're gonna go night night for life, life. Yeah. And that was the dumbest shit I could. Have. Wait, but you attempted it? How many? What pills? You put? You took Flintstone chewables, bro. What pills did you have access to? How old were you? Like, what bed did you go lay in? I think they were like a leaf. A leaf? That has life in the damn title. That's going to give you strength and endurance. <laughs> she woke up spry and ready to rock and roll. Like, I don't know why I'm chopping this tree down. <laughs> I have hella energy. A right. leaf? Woke How many pills like... do you think you took? Oh, shit. I'm still here. <laughs> How many? Right. Oh, oh, that was just eight hours. Eight hours of death. Uh, wait, oh, I did not know this. We're having a breakthrough here, y'all. <laughs> what um, what age do you think you were? I was in junior high. What caused this um, attempt? I don't know. I, oh, no. So, at this time, my dad was moving back in. Mm. And, like, yeah, it's things weird. were changing. Everything was weird. And it was just like... I don't, like I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't like this wallpaper. <laughs> Let me get some M&M's. I don't like it here, but I think that's like nine. Mm, that's, I don't know. I don't know what that means in terms of dosage, but that's a lot of pills, this period, to be swallowing of anything. <laughs> now. So I know you, your guts went bad. They, they woke up from death like, oh, I got to take a dump. <laughs> I got the runs. What the hell going on with my loins? Damn, so did anybody, was anybody the wiser? Is this breaking news on this and third? No, I had like one girlfriend and I. Oh, okay. But I'm talking about your parents, your people. You ain't never saying that? So you ain't leave like the bills spilled on the, uh, in your head and you lay in there and somebody come in like. I went to bed like I was, you know. Oh, nighttime. Oh, okay. This wasn't a nap. (laughs) Okay. I thought that I'm envisioning the sun being up. You just there with a spilled bottle of pills talking about, (laughs) is anybody going to come in here and get me, man? I'm totally dead in here, man. Is anybody, anybody hear me dying, man? I had that school pizza too, man. That didn't help any. <laughs> Damn, Reese, that's crazy for sharing that, bro. But it it just was like, so I be, and I think that's why I do talk to kids, like my swim kids. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Because they feel pressure. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily to know. To be professional was, swimmers? No, just they have booked schedules. Ah, they, these types and of And sometimes kids, they're like, are they like helicopter parents in their life? Like, you know, this, you're gonna be this when you grow no, up. No, but they a lot They're of parents like to keep their kids order active. structure. Yeah, like in one is in martial arts. He swims. He in Jack and Jill. He plays oh. soccer. Oh, these are affluent football. young people. Oh, okay. they, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and so one of my little boys came in and was just like, he came. I ain't never seen a little boy come in crying. Right. He's nine or ten. Right. Nothing is wrong with him, but he. I just don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be. Uh, I said, "What? What? What's going on said, today?" Is that my inner child talking or him? He, but he was just like, "I'm just tired. I just want to do nothing. I just want to play the game. I just don't want to do anything." Uh, and then when I was like, "Well, would you rather trade positions with somebody who parents don't give a shit about them and uh, are in nothing? They can have my life." Oh, <laughs> here, take it. Okay. Dang, how'd so, you talk him off the ledge? I mean, so I didn't pressure him when we were swimming. I was like, well, we just going to chill out today. Let's just talk. Yeah, yeah. And so... Did y'all at least put our feet in the water? 
No, yeah, we slam uh, back and forth. Oh, God. I'm you know like, hold on. What they pay for? No, no. He, he <laughs> Counseling costs more than swimming. He definitely swam, but we just talked. We talked about school. We talked about, like, him being older, what he want to do. So right. I can help him understand that you this is all... You make him see a future outlook on life. For the goodness right. of your future. You Trust probably be swimming with him. You look back, this nigga <laughs> drowning on purpose. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> nigga, I just said, stop. Stop trying to take your life away, bro. But, yeah, so I, I just yeah. understand... I understand that piece, but... It's, I couldn't hang, like, I'm not mm-hmm. that. Not a hanger. I'm not, not I couldn't shoot my, like, Oh, I, not a, not a cap pillar at all. No. What if you, like, pow, but it goes off to the side and miss your brain. Now and your now face you, is, you know what I'm saying, Griselda. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what happened to you? Man, you know, I survived abortion look, and suicide. Look, nigga. Look, look, yeah, <laughs> nigga's it's a mutant. sad. And I think it's even sadder because we see his mom doing so yeah. much. And and they showed a clip where in every freaking interview, she was like, my greatest accomplishment oh, is my baby. Me being a mom. I love him. My baby. Me being a mom. Every interview, she said that. Now, and I love Regina King as the stranger that she is in my life. But what if there's some things going on at the crib that been going on at the crib? And he's like, mom, you too big. Like, we see her as successful. Oh, you've been... You know, but we know there's sacrifice. Projecting, yeah, yeah, and the sacrifice is being made. What if it's, um, like my man on the, it was a temptation. He's like, you're always on the road. You're always on the road. Why don't you be my dad? Why don't you be my father? You're always on the road. He did. You know what I'm saying? Little ugly mouth ass, hooping ass, ugly ass, face ass. But he was traumatized by his father's success. So what if the deceased Maybe was having those conversations with his mom in, in, in confidence and in, in closed quarters. And then she made sure that she projected that into her interviews to make sure, oh, when he sees this, he knows, even though I'm working, I love you, baby. I'm thinking about you. This is all for you. So, like, it might have been something lying beneath there. Not saying I know that that's So the case. his dad is a um, music producer. Okay. He was a DJ. Mm-hmm. The boy. The boy. Okay. Um, just to give you some kind. So both parents are successful in their own right. right. And he probably, I, he definitely didn't have a traditional childhood. Right, right. Probably was moving and going. Yeah. But being a DJ, I think that comes with a whole nother layer of, I don't want to say toxic traits, but you know what I'm saying? You, they, you, you in environments that are, yeah, yeah, that are leading. Stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't know. No, nothing has come out. So uh, actually, Vivica Fox um, spoke on. Uh, cocktail with the Queens, the mm-hmm. show. She said she had got a text from Regina King to come over. She went over. Um, she said she's doing, you know, obviously the best that she can be doing. But she just wants everybody to know she appreciates the love, the support, the text message, yeah. you know. But right now she just, you know, obviously can't. I, I think I know what we do here. We're going to slow clap Junior out and we're going to clap for everybody else that's out there dealing with mental health issues and contemplating suicide. Yeah. Okay. Y'all keep y'all here, man, and hit that hotline, man. Like, it's, 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 it's interesting, I'll just say, to be somebody that's so, I've heard narcissistic, I've heard toxic masculinity, I've heard overly confident, conceited, yeah. cocky. Yeah, I'm describing myself. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, who that's what I'll be talking about. But, understanding that, nigga, I too have struggled, but it's never <laughs> been to the point where it's like, man, off with his head. Like, yeah. that was never an option. Yeah. But that's not to say that other people don't think like that. That's yeah. not to say that somebody near and dear to me wouldn't think like that. Yeah. I didn't know you had struggled with things like this. And it's just like, you never know what somebody's going through. So while we sitting here 
keeping up with the Joneses and trying to go viral and trying to do all of these different things that are considered success in the world, have we checked in with ourselves? Have we checked in with our loved ones? Because that's the most uh-huh. important thing that matters anyway. Hopefully on a lighter night, lighter note. What else we got going on in entertainment, man? Something entertaining, hopefully. Uh, okay, so look, Kelly Price. <laughs> Make me cry in this moment. Lord, um, y'all know Kelly Price, the singer. I was scrolling and I was like, oh, who's she mad at? Uh-oh. So she was like, y'all remember young Jocelyn Savage? I remember the name Jocelyn. R. Kelly's girlfriend. Nah, I don't remember. The young one. I'm thinking of a reality star. T- yeah, you're thinking of Jocelyn. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, Stevie J, Baby Mama. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Um, no. So she was in the documentary. She was, she's current. She was like more the current girlfriend with mm-hmm. the other young girl, Ariel Ariel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so Jocelyn Savage apparently issued threats to Kelly Price after an interview that Kelly did on Vlad TV. Huh. Now, the interview. Same way. Like, I watched it. Um... She was asked, you know, did you know? Did you see any young girls? Um, she was like, no. When I was around, there were no, you know, underage women. However, there were rumors that that's what he liked. Yeah. She said, but with my relationship with him, I was around his wife. I was with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I helped the wife through the last pregnancy. Oh, she was a, what was her role with R. Kelly? Well, she, you know, they were working on music together. Oh, okay. She was an artist. That's why right? I'm Right, but became more of a friend yeah, of the friend. family. Yeah. And never right? got targeted? No. Interesting. Be- and and, and she, she does say this. She says, I think he knew that if that was around me, mm-hmm. I would have blew the whistle. Oh, okay. So he know who can and cannot who... be around while it's going down. Exactly. Gotcha. She says, I don't know if that was respect for me or just saying he didn't want his shit to be blown up right then and right. there. He didn't bring that around me. Probably the latter. It's probably calculated predatorism. So, um, because she did say she was raped and molested, right? So her as a point child. as a child. Right. So her point was, I would never condone right. anything. She said, you know, and then I think the question was, do you think um, it's good that he got um, sentenced on the eight counts and he's in jail? She was like, yeah, well, there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't condone that. You know, that's not what I saw. Right. Jocelyn apparently didn't like something she said and was like, you know, you better, you better watch, you better tread lightly. Right. Kelly Price said... Wait, wait, wait. The story that you just depicted is Kelly Price saying she was hanging out with R. Kelly and and didn't see any of these things because he knew better? I thought you were talking about Jocelyn was around him. No, Jocelyn's the girlfriend, remember? R. Kelly's girlfriend. Yes. Okay, so now she's telling Kelly Price, regardless if you're talking like that, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Okay, I'm clear. Yeah. And Kelly Price said, baby girl, you don't know me. Yeah. Who going to check? I said what I said. He said, yesterday's Kelly Price is not today's Kelly Price. (laughs) You better watch out for the... Get the taste of the back of me hand. Oh, I'm not God. even famous right now. I need something to go in the tabloids and get a little headline. That I will slap a bitch quick. That part. Are they still uh, going back and forth? Or well, Kelly Price said her piece, and we haven't heard anything yet. So. Now, is Kelly big or little today? She's in between. Oh, in between? She, I mean, because, like, what's little? Uh, smaller than she was when we met her. She definitely is a lot smaller okay. than she was. Is she bigger than Jill right now? Jilly from Philly? She may be about Jill size. I like that. I like yeah. that. A nice, full, voluptuous, but not borderline obese or... I can't even say borderline obese because that term, like, I might be obese for my right. heart. Right, yeah. Like, that term is, like, Doesn't not really skewed for, for black people, right? Yeah. But just unhealthy. An unhealthy weight is like, come on, come on, get it down, get okay, it down. But so just being me... thick and voluptuous, yeah, Okay, yeah. this is a sidebar, guys. But we love sidebars I was talking to one of the lifeguards at the Y, and he was saying how... Because um, I was... 
I was making a joke because someone had brought him some chips. It was a bigger girl, but he had he had got on me when one of the parents had brought me something for Christmas, mm. right? So he was like, well, it ain't what you got, you know. Right. I'm like, you guys might bring you chips. But she was a bigger girl. Right. So then he says, you know, I don't mind big girls. However, you know, there are other things that you need to have on point. Okay. So he says skin being one of them. Like the porous nature of such? Yes. You okay. need to have nice skin. Nice skin. skin. Okay. I like, I like um, that. What did he say? A good smile. Oh, yeah. Teeth matter. Um, How they have their hair matters. Like natural or just well kept? Natural or well kept. But it has to be one or the other. You yeah. can't be that in between. Bald hair, scallywag, hair don't touch your back. Um, And then he was like, he he he, he said he's, he doesn't mind breasts, right? But you don't need doesn't, big breasts. Doesn't mind breasts? Doesn't, that's not necessarily his thing. Prerequisite. He was right. like, but if you turn around and it's... <laughs> not, not so tall. If it's none, none, none whatso, you got to go. Keep walking. <laughs> These boots were made for walking. You should head out. I, I mean, I agree. I thought you were going to say something about personality. I thought you were going to say something about smell or aroma. You can't be smelling like cold cuts. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, to each day on. Is he a big dude? Is he a muscle no, dude? No, no, he's not a big dude. He's not, he's not muscle-bound either. But he's, he works out. He right. maintains fit. his weight. Yeah, he's fit guy. Um, but we, I don't know, we just... He has. He was just like you know. I don't. I like big girls. He's like I don't mind dating. Them, yeah, yeah. But you need to have a little a little cuff to that. Yeah, you can't have that Danny DeVito in Batman penguin booty. And then I don't even know if God is uh, still making fat women with small breasts. I don't think that's a thing. I think you have to. You, I know, you might not have much. big titties, but you at least got fat titties. You know what I'm saying? There's something. Some girth about that Brazil. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've never seen a fat woman with... A flat says a fat woman. Find me one. <laughs> Find me one, Z. No, you don't. But they're, they're small. You know, I get what you're saying. Right, there's levels to it. I get that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought he was also going to say something about confidence or personality. You know, we didn't get all that. Yeah, he was just He's all about, about physical characteristics. Yeah. I'm clear. Yeah. Shallow. Okay. <laughs> Shallow. What else Would we got you even date a big woman? Uh, big is relative, you know what I'm saying? Um, bigger than she was when I met her. You know what Would I'm saying? You, date, uh... you gotta, you gotta give me a celebrity so we know what big is. Who, who's a big, in your opinion, celebrity? Jill Scott. Would you date Jill Scott? No. I mean, date, be with, no. Have fun with, yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See what that mouth do? Yes. But I would not be with Jill Scott. No, I would not do that. So, like, okay. And it's not just because she's a big girl, but it's primarily because she's a big girl. <laughs> primarily. Okay. There's certain limitations. It's like, okay. yo, she no. picking me up. Like, what the <laughs> Put me down. Put me down. My legs are swinging. Stop. Like, I don't like it like that. Stop. No. Okay, okay so give me, give me like, um, an example of a girl that is thick but not big, like a, a celebrity. Trina. Trina can get it. But she seems just fun and just lower body heavy. Like, yeah, that's cool. But, I mean, Jill Scott, and correct me if I'm wrong, she seems like she's taller than me and bigger than me. Like, I'm not into that, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, a tall, slender woman, like an Amazon, like how they project uh, Wonder Woman to be. Like, a, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, what's up? But if she's like, you know, the abominable snow woman, I'm, good. I'm actually good. I'm scared. <laughs> I'll hire her as yeah. protection. 
Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah. What else you got entertainment though? Um, lasting entertainment. So Cardi B was in this lawsuit. I don't know if you heard. She was suing a blogger, Tasha K. Nah, I ain't heard about that one. Me either. Apparently, uh, Tasha K put out false um, accusations. accusations about her, like that she was a prostitute. I thought she was. But no, she was a stripper. She was a stripper. That she had an STD. I thought she did. Oh, no, she got to clear up. She got to clear up. Um, just like stuff like that, right? And so it was hurtful, obviously, but Cardi said it, you know, it hurt the brand. Her. Yeah. Hurt the brand. Okay, so Cardi won the case. And now she is owed $3.8 million. From who? This blogger? Somebody asked me. Pick me. Pick me. My question is. What's your question? Who got that money? What (laughs) blogger has that type of cash laying around to dispense? Not one of them. So, yeah. That's that's gonna be Cardi is savage. Fifty is savage, too, because he nutted on some girl's face, posted it, and then she sued him for porn or putting her face out there and she lost and he countersued and now he she owes him money and he's on her ass about it like nigga it's like three hundred thousand dollars something she don't have but it's like 50 you don't need it cardi you don't need it and i get where you trying to get your lick back and whatever and put people in compromised situations well, no, i think she got her lick back but yeah. put a nigga on a payment plan a hundred dollars for the rest of their life i mean a hundred dollars a month for the rest of their life like don't expect three million nothing to come back no. even three hundred thousand man and i i that's why I, I, I get it, but I don't agree with it mm-hmm. in terms of like bloggers and T, TMZ ass. All we do is chase yeah. personal bad news about celebrities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why I said the other day, like you got to have an art to your media training to be able to navigate and keep motherfuckers out of your business. Yeah. And if you don't have that um, and they you know get the scoop on you and you don't like what the scoop is, you like I, be- I believe that, you know, many have prostituted, not just... Uh, Cardi B, by definition, selling cakes for currency is you're, so you're saying you receive some type I of could payment. imagine that Cardi B has had an STD or two in her life. 80% of the nation, if not the world, has HPV, some sort. You get that shit from handshakes. It's not just an STD. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if, eh, what STD did she say? Did she say a specific one or did she just say she has an STD? Because I think that's a she said herpes. Accurate. Oh, shit. The gift that keeps on unforgiving. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you ever want to put herpes on a nigga. But I think HPV is a form of herpes burpily. Yeah. But like white people herpes is More different. Yeah. Okay. Cancerous. That's yeah. HPV. Those types of things. But nevertheless, I'm just saying like if it's true and the girl can't just prove it, then Cardi kind of bogus because it's like, man, she is kind of doing her job and telling celebrity news and gossip and whatever, whatever. And just because you don't like the fact that it's true or can't be proven, you no, want her ass about from it. from the doctor that it's not true. Oh, okay. Well, so then she got a claim. Shit. I but mean, let the girl off the hook is what I'm saying. Don't, yeah, don't no, hold her to that exactly dollar amount. Yeah. yeah. Don't hold her to that dollar amount. Forget or forget. And then, shit, the best revenge is success. You know what I'm saying? And just keep right, bossing up on these up. chicks. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, some beef, apparently, between um, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, and uh, Nicki Minaj? Because they're unfollowing each other on social well, media. Megan's my sister. You guys know that. So Straight up. I could care less about Doja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or really Nicki. So. Okay. Well, apparently, they un- well Meg unfollowed them, too, recently. Maybe she like, just wanted some more inspiration and they're not providing it. I have been going through that on social media. Like, man, let me stop following all these strange-ass models, right? 
But then it's like, he does. I mean, but it, it, cause it, it gets to the point where you like you can't even check your phone in front of people. They like, nigga, you're a pervert, bro. Like, why you look at his ass all day? So, so I'm like, hold on, hold on, let me scale back. So I started, you know, deselecting some of those. I started stopping niggas from sending certain ads. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, man, this yeah. is an irrelevant ad. And just purging a little bit on my social media. And maybe that's what Meg is doing. Like, man, I know these hoes in real life. I don't need to follow them. them. And because I said today on my way over here, like some of the people I have been following are starting to really create content, like mm-hmm. up their game and reels and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm like, let me get off here. I'm just into it too much. Why? Because I have unfollowed people who I'm like, I yeah. could care less. I don't want to see that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's, so a, it's, it. a, it's a bit much. But then they keep pulling me back in, man. It's like, if, if it's the right butterscotch butt cheek, I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Keyword, butterscotch butt cheek. What's wrong with a butterscotch butt cheek for Thanksgiving, dog? Like... What? Everybody's doing it. We all need to pray that Calvin finds his butterscotch butt cheek. But she also has to be beautiful internally, dog. She has to be separate, whole, and unique. She has to be loyal. Loyalty is royalty. She has to be... Does she have to be faithful? She has to be respectful. Mm. She has to be respectful, man. She has to be respectful. And whatever that looks like in action... Let's discuss. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to hold her to no societal norms of, man, you can't never look at another nigga, think about nothing. Like, what if she cheats on me with a chick? And for that, I will slow clap that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not even going to act like that's not the day and age we find ourselves in. But she just got to compliment uh, me. You know what I'm saying? She has to compliment the way I move. Because, again, I can spend all day with you and then tomorrow spend absolutely no time with you. And it's nothing personal. It's you know just, what I'm saying? I, I just be needing my, my space, time. my time, my opportunity, Ugh. bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't like holding poots in. You know what I'm saying? How you getting to know somebody and you got to be like, my stomach has gone bad, but this movie has an hour and 17 minutes left. So look. Man, what the fuck? So look. What am I to do? In the morning, my sons be like. What? Just got lit to you. Like, really, you just. And then you go walk away, huh, my? Man. Yeah, what's the problem? It's my house. <laughs> it's my house. You know what I'm saying? So, but no, nah, she she not only out there, we've already connected on that um, on that meta level. And it's just a matter of time and, and being patient with it manifesting in the physical. Also in entertainment, though, did you um, hear about uh, The Return of Ozark, season four? Yeah, I've been seeing people post about it. <sighs> Crazy. I'm not done with it. I'm halfway through it. Okay. But people are binging it like, nigga, it's nothing because it's that good. You know what I'm saying? What is it about? It's hard to describe, but you have to just check it out for okay. yourself. But basically, there's Marty Bird is an accountant, a well-respected uh, accountant that's like uh, under the radar, but he's super good at numbers. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, some way, his business partner gets him caught up with some mafia cartel type shit where he was doing the numbers for them unbeknownst to him. They kill his business partner in season one, episode one, and was like, oh, this your man? You're now on the hook, and you have to do X, Y, Z. And he's been for now four seasons cooking books and doing things for the cartel. He's in bed with the FBI. Niggas have died. Babies have been born. Drugs have been sold. Casinos have been opened. Like, this nigga is laundering and washing uh, cartel money like with the best of them and uh, trying to stay alive. And his family is now involved. His son is doing it for the ops. His wife has, you know, started a nonprofit that's getting millions of dollars, but is 
tied into drug money and opioids and shit like that. The daughter is like the business manager of the casino. Like the whole, fa- it's a family business now. So this shit is intriguing, man. Yeah, man. So y'all check that out. Uh, also, Abbott Elementary. I forget the girl's that. name, but the little funny face girl, she the was big on guys. A, uh, sketch, black ladies sketch show. Sketch show. She is the. Uh, to my understanding, the writer and creator and the star of that uh, okay. show. And it somehow, some way, topped all the expectations in the charts for ABC's comedy. So it's like, you know, one of the best rated shows that ABC has ever had by a black woman. You know what I'm saying? So I like like that even more than the potential of having a Supreme Court yeah. justice. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever Shorty's name is, and we can I look it up and tell y'all. I think they were looking to replace Blackish too. Mm, with something, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, given that insight, especially nowadays, Uh, And they haven't even gotten to the remote learning or the pandemic. They're not even addressing that. But they're just showing, like, what public schools look like from a teacher perspective, Mm -hmm. from an administrator perspective. Uh, I think some parents' uh, characters have been developed. A substitute, the dude from Everybody Hates Chris plays the sub. What day um, does it come on? Because I kind of just I just kind of watch it on Hulu. Okay. So I don't know what day it comes on. I, I would almost say Tuesday or Wednesday, but I'm not for certain. I would say Tuesday because that's when I saw yeah. it. I think I watched like, it on Wednesday, so it probably came out on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So y'all check that out, and uh, y'all continue to stay tuned in and turned up with us. But I think that concludes this segment of entertainment on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. This is a And that is none other than relationships. relationships. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our relationship segment this week? How can I help? Okay, so I heard this question. It was last night. Um, I was about to say Trey Songs. Um, uh-huh. Trigger! Trey White. I think that's his name. The chocolate Jock? Trey White is what's Chocolate Jock. What's the other dude's name on GCI? Zach. Zach Book. Zach Book. Zach Book. Um, so he posed the question. Okay. Do you date someone that you work with? Man, so I think we dabbled on this topic previously. And let me just say this. When we talked about what dating is, you know what I'm saying? We talked about talking versus dating versus okay, dating so exclusively clear, versus relationship. Yeah. Dating as in with intent to be in a relationship. An exclusive so y'all situation sleeping involved, together. Right. At some so point. y'all fucking on each other yes. and y'all punching the clock and working together. Mm-hmm. It depends. Now, like if I had to say yes or no, I would say no because that shit can just get too messy and you bring bringing too much potential personal tr- drama the into the workplace and both of y'all or one of y'all end up getting fired, usually the dude, <laughs> man, it's not a good look, especially mm-hmm. if you married. But I will say this. Nowadays... Will remote work and y'all not in the office and watch the bam and you see a motherfucker on Zoom and you like direct message. <laughs> Man, I'm new here. Show me around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not familiar with the company. Let's grab some tea, some coffee, whatever, and uh, you know, chop it up and build. Cause we're not going into the office like that. It's a totally different landscape nowadays, man. So I'm not going to just say no. I'm going to say it depends on the situation. What if we work in a 
in Google and I work in coding and you work in accounting and our paths barely ever cross unless we're in the cafeteria. We don't work in the same department. We're not working on projects together or none of that, but we just saw each other at the annual company retreat. Shit, who's to say? What if we work in the same company and then we in two different cities working for the same company? We're in a long distance relationship, but we're coworkers and peers. Shit, who's to say that that won't work? What say you? Okay, well, we're talking about same company, okay. same location, okay. same office. Hell no, I'm not going. I'm not going because it's just, it's plenty of fish per the app. It's too many fish mm -hmm. in the sea for you to be playing with fire. Like when they say you don't shit where you sleep, yeah. you get in your bag here and you're going to potentially compromise your bag if one day either one of y'all wake up on the wrong side of the bed and be like, they sent nudes of me. Like, that's an HR problem, bro. Like, and even just the speculation of it. It's like, mm, both of y'all can leave. Or not even that, but like, if we left the house mad at each other, now I got to come to work and look at your ass. Nick Grumps, sitting across from the conference room like, why I oughta? Come on, son. It's not that serious. Yeah, I say no, just because of that. I, one, I'm... I'm going to work to get a break. Really. <laughs> From my relationship. <laughs> the only reason I'm employed is to escape my relationship. <laughs> you know, like, so I don't want to leave here. Now, so I get what you were saying, like a different department, yeah. different areas. What's the spatial relationship? Yeah. Even if you, like, both are entrepreneurs and you all work together on a project, yeah. but you still have your separate things, that I'm all for, right? I actually, at this point, I've noticed that I actually prefer to be working on something with you because if not, it's like... What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, if we don't have any common interests, any mission-based projects that we're working on, what are we doing? We're fucking. Right. We're so, so, <laughs> um, so I do agree with that. But to be in the same office, I leave there and come here and got... Mm-mm. 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 No, no way, no how. But it makes me think of Insecure, how it worked out for Molly and the little square dude that turned into the partner at the law firm. It worked out. It worked out because they were similar. In what? In Regard. the way that they both put their career first. Okay. And they both, like, are... They both were pretty tedious and very detailed and mm. kind of like a personality, yeah, right? Yeah. So they... You know, and not a lot of times people like that... You, it kind of be opposite. Yeah, yeah. Right? But they were so much alike and so similar, I think that they just jailed. And then when they went home, he kind of took a lesser, like, what can I do for you? Yeah, How yeah. are you? Right? Whereas in work, he was the leader he was, at the gig and she was the leader at the crib. That's interesting. Also, I think because they was at a black firm. Yeah. I think that black people celebrate black love. So yeah. if you hook up with somebody at a black firm, people are like, oh, yeah, I would expect. Yeah. Like somebody said it plain and simple to me the other day. They was like, man. I was talking about my baby girl, and they was like, man, she got da 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 I was like, man, she ain't really been boy crazy like that since she left CPS. Not saying she was crazy, but comparatively speaking, yeah. I ain't hearing the rumblings. And it's like, I think because she goes to a majority non-black school, yeah. she's probably not taking from the white. And they was like, man, you never know. She might end up with a colonizer because people like who they're around. So, like, you know, people are thinking at a black firm, all black everything, black love, we everything sexier and black. Yeah. Somebody in here fucking, somebody in yeah. here gonna hook up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why not y'all to? Right. You know? But at a, a firm where it's not that, like I don't really see the token black male and the token black female. They might eat lunch together. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they it. not finna even risk like and let's have a relationship in yeah. this firm. Like, no. They probably no. already and somebody actually said something to the effect of I want to get your thoughts on this. They said that black um, 
sexuality is like disgraced in other cultures. So it's not just all uh, LGBTQ or whatever, whatever, or straight or cis or whatever they call straight people. But they were just like, man, other people outside of the culture, just they are disgusted by black sex, period. Man on man, man on woman, woman on woman, anything. Like a white person ain't going to watch no black only porn. They're not going to watch a black dude fuck a black girl. They're going to watch a black dude fuck a white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, But black on black to them is kind of like, ugh, you, I don't even know why these two beings really? are. Yeah, like I, I never heard that before, but I heard it recently on a Dr. Umar um podcast well not podcast but like live on facebook he was trying to get a better understanding for people from the lgbtq community they was calling in obviously with they guard up and blah blah, blah 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 he was like man i'm just trying to understand what do i refer to you as what is this what does this constitute blah, blah blah and one of the people that called in that was part of you know the alphabet crew was like man gee first of all they don't like black sexuality period saying like i guess heterosexual white people don't like black uh sexuality period and I was like, I've never heard that. I thought that everybody lusted after black women, especially white people. I mean, white no, people. No, no, I'm not gonna. I, no, I'm not gonna say that. Not Americans What's don't lust after black women. Tell me more. I think Europeans and foreigners lust after black women. Black African American women. Yes. Okay. But not Americans. American. Okay. No. Damn. Really? Yeah. Like, I've never been, no, like, no white man has ever approached me. No, um, no American. Oh, it'd be a foreigner, an Italian, a Spanish dude. No problem. Yeah, yeah. No problem. So y'all exotic to them, how their women are to us. Yes, they'd be like, oh, you're so, you're so this, you're so that. Oh, my God, if you come to my country, you'd be this, you'd be that. And I'd be like, damn, I'm living in the wrong. Yeah, I need to go to Portugal, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) That's interesting, man. But, um, all right, well. Uh, what else you got in relationships? Um, How can I help? Why are some men more comfortable getting loud and disrespectful with women rather than men? Bitch assness. Plain and simple, dog. Plain and freaking simple. And I think that that is almost interesting because when you see in the education system, mm-hmm. a black woman can have more impact on a young black boy than a black man could because they're not used to, you know, gener- I mean, uh, generally speaking, they're not used to having authoritative Direction male figures male. In, a, in their mm-hmm. life. So they'll respond better to an authoritative female figure, woman figure, uh, black female figure than they would uh, a male. But what happens in between the boys to men phase that makes a, a now young adult or man think that he can bug out on a woman? Uh, I don't I don't know where that comes from, but I, I equate it to bitch assness where it's like I feel powerless against my peers and other men and who I bam. So, oh, I'm stronger than her. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's some whole shit. What say you? Well, to your point about um, young boys taking direction better from black women. So I think that's half and half, because sometimes I think. Um, if you are a young boy, but you do have your mom, aunt, grandma, and all these other women around, mm-hmm. sometimes that nagging, sometimes when it's even the, just a little bit negative, yeah. right, they don't take positively to mm-hmm. it. It's like, I just noticed that with my own boys, when they were younger, it was like, oh, I felt like they got tired of, it was just always women around saying what to do. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. No. I have like, no say so in, in my life. <laughs> right. 
right. black women control me. <laughs> right, and so I think that was frustrating for yeah. them, right? So I think that's that why they would, would respond rebel. the way they yeah. respond. Um, but as they start getting different males in their lives, um, I mean, they did outside of they did, but like teachers, coaches, you mentors know, in general, different people, yeah. right? Their response to women is like a little softer. Uh, I get you. You're you know frustrated. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> had a long day. Yeah, that part. <laughs> I get where it comes from. It's not me. It's you. I get it. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to take this personal. <laughs> I understand. Teaching. Yeah. So I think yeah. that helps. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I seen men, like I was watching a reunion show and the brother was talking to the women and he was getting a little rah-rah and it was one lady who was like, what a real man that y'all need to check him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Nah, I've, in my experience, I've seen that the people that are like the most bouted with women are bitch ass niggas when it comes to males, yeah. male on male, you know, combat. And then the dudes that are most alpha male bullies, if you want to call them, are the sweetest, most loving niggas towards women, dog. That shit is crazy to me, it dog. But I, I've seen a nigga in particular that like he will beat your ass over a chick that man maybe isn't even still fucking her but if she calls this nigga's number and tells on you that nigga will pull up and you will you know what i'm saying you can fight back if you want to but you're gonna lose the fight and it was just like a well-known thing and i was just like damn that shit is like it's, it's sweet that chivalry ain't big he, he will beat your ass over a chick but i just i just don't like the counter to that where there's uber aggressive, overly yeah. masculine females that think they're niggas and then niggas are expected to cower or not pop off or stand their ground or defend themselves against these overly aggressive chicks. I feel like if you, and not suggesting you do this, but if you bold enough to hit a man, you bold enough to get hit by a man. You know what I'm saying? So don't do that. And they maybe won't, you know, Ex- exemplify such bitch assness because it got to come from somewhere. Who's kicking this off? Who's yeah. who's going back and forth? First of all, in the first place, like I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. I'm gonna walk the hell away. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna turn my back when you want to do it. You might try to throw something at me, but I'm gonna get up out this negative energy exchange. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like if people were more self aware, if people were more, you know, practice mental health and self care, and just yeah. understood, man, I can't take you being upset with whatever is going on in your day and you taking it out on me, mm-hmm. I can't take that shit personal. So now if I don't take it personal and I'm just being more empathetic, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, man, you know, it'll lead to a more kumbaya situation. I think, so, that's funny. This is the last thing. I remember when I first got with their dad, we, um, not when I first, but, you know, as we were dating, right. we were in San Diego and some stuff had happened and I ain't like, but I was drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because you got to pay the cost to drink the sauce. My previous relationship, you know, when I would drink or when we would drink, and if he had an issue, what's up? Right. You know, I had Square an issue up. too, right? right. <laughs> so I got real tough. So their dad was the complete opposite. He was like, no, I, I don't not, fuss. I'm not. <laughs> I don't bicker. He was like, I mean, and I remember this so vividly. He was in his phone. He was like, you're arguing and yelling. I'm not going to do this with you. Yeah. I'm going to the car. And he uh-huh. was in his phone and he walked off. I was like, so at first, you know, I'm, ah, then it was like, none of that. Why am I yelling? He's not even listening nah, to me. Nah. It definitely takes two to tango. <laughs> and it takes two fools to argue. And you can't tell. Well, I, I, I can't say that. It does take two fools to argue because from a distance, you can't tell who's who. So now if we going back and forth, both of us look foolish versus you sitting there yelling. He, 
I am so not involved with this. Oh, we know who the fool is. It's her ass. <laughs> so don't play the fool, man. You know, play the play the the role that you would want your children to play if they found themselves in a domestic situation. Mm-hmm. Play the role you wish your mother and father would have played before they fucked your ass up with your <laughs> shaky upbringing. You know what I'm saying? But be the change that you want to see in your community, in your relationships, and in your world. And I think that about wraps us up for this segment of relationships on this week's episode of this and the third literally Literally. thank you all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of the lifestyle show that gives you life and be sure to check us out on all social media and streaming platforms by searching this that and the third with the third spell i i i like the roman numeral three once again it's been a pleasure serving as your host it's your boy calvin leroy king the third my lovely co-host with the most is miss reesey pc the one and only and we are the undisputed king and queen of chicago podcast check Check us us out. out This is a treasure, a treasure, a treasure, a treasure, a